You're listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves in the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or game design. Each week, Roger is joined by Joe and Vince. Boulder City, Colorado, the shining jewel of the desert. Here we are, long summer days, school is out, the weather is hot, and we're going to check in on three interesting teenagers and what they're doing on this special time. So before we get into the actual mystery part here in our first Tales from the Loop adventure, we get a chance to experience the everyday life of our characters. Does anybody have an idea for a scene they'd like to set for themselves? Well, that's deafening, isn't it? <laughs> uh, putting you guys right on the spot at the beginning. I love it. You might have told us you wanted this. <laughs> or it could have been more fun this way. Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, okay, what is it you're looking for? We're looking to set a scene in the everyday lives of our characters before the weirdness sets in. Doesn't matter what time of day we're looking at or what day or anything. You just want us to kind of role play a little bit before the adventure starts. There we are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, morning or afternoon would be nice. I mean, I have ideas. Okay. I was just giving you the opportunity. We're not used to this. This is not how we've been doing the other games. <laughs> You're going to have to bear with us as we get used to this one. Okay. Well, then why don't I start this one then? And Jackson is just blasting out of his house door slamming obviously he got into an argument with his mother because he's not doing enough around the house and she feels she has to do everything and he's taken off and he is heading over he's almost at uh, his his we'll call him his new buddy maybe he has to go or maybe he's not even going to see him he has to go because he needs his tutoring so he's going to see um, Joe's character yeah, I have a feeling Jackson uh, probably has some summer classes that he has to take to make up. Are we in the summer right now? So school's yes. out? Okay. So then, yeah, let's go with that. So head it over to, it could be as simple too as you got told that if he didn't get tutoring over the summer, he'd be in a more of a remedial class or whatever. So income Joe's character. So we can start from when I arrive there if you want. I don't know where Allie would be or how she would get there. Well, she, it doesn't have to be the, the group together. It can be the characters individually. Right. So I show up at Joe. What's your character's name again? I can't remember. Brandon. Brandon. Okay. So I'm going to knock on Brandon's door. All right. So uh, Brandon, uh, during the day, are either of your parents home? Uh, probably not. It's uh, summertime. So I'm sure dad's working as well as uh, as well as ma. But, you know, Jackson's been coming over, I wouldn't say regularly, but occasionally for, you know, help with his homework. Sure. So, you know, you, you probably know who it is at the door. I mean, who else is coming to talk to you? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go answer the door and just kind of kick it open, kind of glance up from the book I'm reading. See uh, that it's Jackson and just turn around and walk back into the house, leaving the door open while I'm burying my head in my copy of the Dungeon Master's Guide. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to go in and close the door behind me. So would this be basic D&D or advanced D&D? AD&D, &D, man. AD&D was released in 1977. Yeah, well, basic D&D &D was out in the 80s. 
No, it wasn't. Well, it was, but it was replaced by AD&D. 1981 was when Dungeon Master's Guide came back or came out and completed the book or completed the, the core rule books. But Advanced and Basic ran as uh, separate product lines for a while. That's true. But we're not here for that discussion. <laughs> Are you sure? Kind of sounded like you were. It, it, it gives me an idea as to the type of person that Brandon is. Oh, uh, with an AD&D bag. Come on. Dungeon Master guy just came out. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta catch up on this. So yeah, Jackson, uh, Brandon's reading some nerd shit, but what else is new? I'm going to ask him if there's any beer in the fridge. I just look at him and be like, you know what happened last time when my mom came home and found the beer drain? <laughs> Fine. I'm just going to follow him wherever he's headed. Yeah, just back down to the basement. And you'll see that on the, on the table is not just a stack of my notebooks and stuff that I've written for this epic campaign that I want to run uh, as well as my D&D books that I've gathered over the, the course of several years, gifts from my parents, stuff that I've saved up my lunch money for. And uh, next to that is a stack of school books that I conveniently forgot to return at the end of the school year, uh, to which I just turned to Jackson. What subject are we covering today? I don't know. Let's start with math. And I'll break it. But as I'll break out the algebra books. As he's doing that, I'm actually going to slowly inch my way towards the TV and pick up one of the controllers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more of a lecture than uh no no than no, no, no no i walk over to the tv and unplug the power cord we've been through this i concentrate better with a controller in my hand playing looking at the screen you're right we have been through this remember that word that i used to describe the words that came out of your mouth i believe the word was bullshit if you don't want to learn that's fine fine i'm gonna throw the controller down fine i'll just take him through like the basic algebra shit all right, so uh, there's not going to be any real mechanical effects for this, but uh, just for fun, uh, Jackson, why don't you make a comprehend roll? Let's see if any of this sets in. None of it did. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you learned something. You might not know you learned something, but you learned something. I has a smart. I wouldn't go that far. It, my dice roll I ha- says I have at least one smart. <laughs> okay very nice uh matea do you have a scene in mind it's saturday afternoon for me and with parents not being around just getting allowance money i'm gonna actually head over to cd den which is near the boulder theater i'm there i'm hanging out with radon let me know that there are some new base tabs that are being sold in the store including dr feelgood so i'm trying to gauge to see which new base tabs i want to pick up to start learning some new songs all right. So, yeah, I mean, Radon's there. Uh, what kind of guy is Radon? Radon is the person that I aspire to be. Radon has green hair, which is cool because I'm not allowed to dye my hair unless I have to use Kool-Aid. And the last time that happened, that was a huge, huge sticky mess. But he's very cool. Uh, every time girls come in, he immediately tries to hit on them. He's never successful. But with a lot of the younger kids, you know, he tries to make us feel like, you know, we're one of him, like, you know, up the punks in, in every sense of the word. Right, and uh, what, what kind of music is currently playing in the shop? I'm pretty sure this is the new compilation CD that came out from Roadrunner Records. So I think I hear, I'm not even sure what this band's called. I think it's called Life of Agony or something like that. It's apparently part of some new sampler. I think it's the name of the songs like River Runs Red, which I'm pretty sure was an actual song idea I came up with to talk about him. 
I mean, you know, this, this guy, I know guy that's pretty cool. But anyway, I'm trying to take a listen to it. This is apparently some new emerging genre coming out called grunge. So I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they'll give me some ideas for a couple of my songs. So I'm taking a listen to it while I'm also checking out the bass tabs. So from what I'm thinking here, uh, Radon must do pretty well for himself in the shop if he has a CD player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if anybody's aware of it. Radon has told countless stories about how he used to do tons of train squatting all the way up to Canada. Truth be told, he actually comes from wealthy parents. So, I mean, only a select few people know. I like to consider it the inner circle of sorts. Um, He only told a couple of us that he actually comes from, you know, a pretty wealthy home. So for that reason, I keep my mouth shut. I let him go with the whole punk story, but anything that he needs taken care of in the store, I mean, if he can't get it in sales, he can certainly obtain it in other ways. So yeah, as you're browsing around the shop, like you hear the the bell as the door opens and uh, you see this curly haired kid curly haired kid uh with a black jacket kind of like walk in and like he sees you and you notice you know it's it's your buddy mikey and he just like awkwardly leaves i immediately tr- just run under the counter and i go right on hide me hide me just hide me i uh i, th- I think i uh I, dr- I, uh, I dropped um the 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 thing the pick here i'm gonna look for it <laughs> Radon, obviously he knows what's going on, but, you know, he'll play it cool. And <laughs> after you're down there for a couple of minutes, he'll just, like, pick up one of the picks that, you know, it's, it's laying on the counter and, he'll, like, reach out and, like, here, I, I found it for you. Thank you. I um, I wanted to, uh, to, to challenge myself and try playing the bass with a pick, you know, because that's... Um, classically training i've read in a magazine once thank you thank you i'm gonna leave right now and i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go to the back okay bye so you spend a little time uh, browsing around but eventually you look at the clock and you remember that you promised your parents you'd, you'd go hang out with brandon tonight oh that's right oh, crap all right uh well radon it's been real I enjoyed the time that we shared. Um, I felt like I learned absolutely nothing for you, but I got to roll out. So peace. See you soon. And I just leave and start making my way to Brayden's house. Do you walk, ride a bike? How, how do you get there? Well, I've been trying to skateboard, but really the skateboard's really serving a lot of purpose right now as decoration because I'm not very good at it. So I'm going to walk but I'm going to hold the skateboard while I'm walking. So I got my bag with my tabs in one hand and I got my skateboard in the other and I'm just walking my way down the street. So we're going to cut back to to Brandon's. Brandon, how long do you continue uh, trying to drill some information into Jackson before you decide just to give up and play video games? Basically until he starts to fall asleep. Not long, but long enough for him to get one smart. Sure. (laughs) What are you guys playing? I don't know. What uh what, what's your poison, Jackson? Can't remember what system did you have again? Was it an old Atari or uh a C sixty four or what was it? It was the it? old uh it was the old Atari that you jammed the uh the cassettes into the, the back of. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Mid eighties boat? What the hell was that mm-hmm. at that time? Yeah, Space Invaders, Space uh Invaders. probably like a, a crappy version of Defender. 
I'm going to have to look that up because I'm curious now which ones were out at for the Atari at that time. But it doesn't matter. All right. Yeah, fair enough. And you hear uh, from upstairs, it's it's like evening at this point. Uh, your mom calls down. Oh, Matea is here to, to see you. Uh, we, we're going to go to that um, function now. Uh, be good while we're gone. Okay. Bye. Hermano, how are you? How you doing, cutie? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Brandon. I, I got I got a little soft spot for Brandon. He's, he's I kind of like just kind of like look really strangely at you. I, I'm fine. How okay. are you? I'm good. I'm good. And hi. How are you, Jackson? Pick up a controller. We're about to start some gauntlet. Oh, that is a great band name, Gauntlet. I tried that one that I tried dysentery, but my mom was like, nah, I don't think that's a really good band name idea. But uh nice. Good good to hear. And I just plop on the couch then and I just whip open the newest issue of Metal Hammer. Yeah, it, you know, dysentery is the, the the first single from that uh new hard rock band Organ Trail. Someone stole my idea. It was my idea first. It, 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 they've been trying to make it happen on like one of the local radio stations, but it's not really taken off. None of them are from Portland either. None of them are. Complete lies. I heard that they're from the East Coast, like New Jersey or something. So yeah, you guys spend a little time here uh, playing video games, reading. I'm sure at some point Brandon tries to tell you about his Dungeons & Dragons game. I don't know if that's terribly effective. He tries, and for the sake that I want to just try to be encouraging. I do a lot of smiling and nodding, even though I have no idea what he's talking about. So I just, I almost kind of look like I'm dancing with the way I'm constantly bobbing my head yes and going, uh-huh. That's uh, awesome, Brandon. I don't know what that is, but awesome. I don't even pay attention to the fact that she's like glad head bobbing me because, well, I'm used to it from everybody. So I just think it's normal. So, uh, you know, hot summer evening here in Colorado. Uh, Brandon, do you, does your house have an air conditioner? No, it would just be fans in the window. Right, right. So you know, in the basement, you know, there's not a lot of large windows, but, you know, you have some ventilation down there. And you hear this odd voice uh, coming from one of the windows. And you hear, uh, worm, get the worm, 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 come here, worm. Uh, I, I poke you guys. Did, do you hear that? Brandon, I thought that was you talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, no. Was Batman in town? Because that sounded like a talking Robin. That that was awful, Jackson. Just awful. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, it wasn't me, and it wasn't you guys. Is there somebody in the house? Or around the house? It sounded like it came from outside. I'm put down the controller and start walking up towards the stairs. Uh, is is that a good idea? We're, we're kind of safe in here, yeah? There's a talking bird outside and you don't want to go see what it is? Br- Brandon, throw him one of your action figures. Maybe he can stab it. With no, they're collectibles! The He-Man one, too? They're, coll- they're going to be collectibles. Be brave. Go, Godspeed. Are you seriously scared about a talking bird? Could be somebody's parakeet for all we know. How many 
many people do you know that have talking parakeets and parrots in this neighborhood? And much less own a pet that's not a pigeon. Just five, throw that out there. Five, Matea. And I'm going to walk up the stairs. Did we go with him? Oh, no. Oh, no. If he doesn't come back in five minutes, then we call the cops. Should we lock the door behind him, then? I think that's a great idea. All right. Friends. Air quotes. Friends. Oh, there were. <laughs> so, yeah, Jackson, yeah, you're outside uh, alone. And you hear the door click behind you after you leave. I'm going to just mumble back towards the door, fucking assholes, and then start walking towards the side, wherever the sound came from. I hear that on the other side of the door. I go, somebody's got to keep the legacy alive. Well, keep going. <laughs> that's being logical. Well, while that's happening, I will kind of try to go to the side of the house from the first floor where that was. There's got to be a window or something on that side. Yeah, yeah, presumably. I mean, you know the layout of your house. You know what side it's on. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you get around to that side of the house, and you can see Jackson kind of, like, stomping through the backyard, uh, looking around. I think that was your mother's flowers. I'm just, uh, yeah. No, yeah, that was definitely your mom's perennials. Um, I have to explain that one. I always have to explain everything. So where am I seeing out here? Uh, well, you get back around to that window and you, know, you don't really see anything noticeable. I mean, it's still, you know, it's not bright out, but it's still somewhat daytime. I mean, sun doesn't set until you know, eight o'clock at night these days. But uh, yeah, you notice nothing by that you know, little basement window. Uh, but at, right around that time, you also hear like some rustling coming uh, from like the the garage area, like a bush. You mean, or where am I hearing this? Eh, probably right around the place where you know the, the the family keeps the trash cans. How loud is the rustling? Loud enough to notice, but not really to attract attention. If anybody wasn't already looking for something, I'm just gonna walk over to it then. Yeah, so as you're on your way around. Uh, to that side of the building, you can hear like, it's around the, the corner from where you are. So before you get there, you hear, see, see, red, 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 good, red, here. And this is on the other side of the, the house from where I am? Is it, like, you're in like the backyard right now, so it's like around the side. Okay, well, I'm just going to quickly walk over to that side so I can see what's making the noise or talking. And as soon as you get there, you just see, you know, a couple pigeons kind of like, pecking around on the ground. As I walk closer to them, do they scatter? Yeah, they start backing away, but, you know, pigeons aren't always terribly afraid of people. People sometimes feed them. Uh, they're, they're keeping their distance, of course, like they'll flutter back a little bit. I'm going to look around that side of the, the house as well. Do I see anything else there of note? Nothing that wouldn't normally be there. Uh, you know, one of the trash bags is, you know, kind of ripped open. looks like maybe the birds were getting into it. I know you want me to talk to the birds. But <laughs> I'm going to... Um, okay, sorry. So they were poking around in the garbage at what, like some leftover bread or something? Or is it something that I can just take out and feed to them myself? Yeah, that'll absolutely work. I'll do that. I'll just pick up whatever it is, crouch, and just put it in front of me and wait. Are you dropping it on the ground or holding it in your hand? or No, I'll put it on the ground right in front of me so that they have to come towards me. 
Mm-hmm. And again, this is this is a behavior pigeons are kind of used to. Uh, so they'll they'll slowly you know walk over to you and uh, start pecking at the bread. Uh, so why don't you give me uh, an investigate roll? Fuck! I took the point out of that. Okay, good enough. Like you have a high mind stat, so you're not being trained in the skill helps out. So you notice as they're they're down there pecking and you're looking at them, they've got these like stitches on their heads. Is there anything sticking out from the stitches or just stitches? And all you can see is that, you know, like some of their feathers are missing. They got a bald spot and there's a couple that look like medical stitches. You're pretty familiar with how those look. Is the, I'm going to look towards the window that was, that was open. I don't know if they closed it and just not whisper, but softly say beside it, are you two still there? No. <laughs> Maybe. Something's up with these birds for real. I don't know if you want to come out, and if you do, how about you bring a fishing net with you, Brandon? I, I mean, people just don't have fishing nets laying around. Like, you know that, right? Does it? Are you look- saying you're, okay, <laughs> your parents don't fish, you've never been out fishing, you don't they, have they fishing gear? Fishing rods, not nets. Yes, but you well, need I mean- a net once you grab, you catch the fish to scoop it out of the water. I'll, I'll come out with like a, like a fly catching net or bug catching net. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like your parents got you like a butterfly net and like one of those little insect terrariums for Christmas one year. Yep. Hold on. How do you fish? <laughs> Completely out of character now. <laughs> you don't fish with a net? No. So once don't. you've caught it though, and you're reeling it in, you don't have a net that you use to scoop up. No, you pull it into the boat and then take the the hook out and then throw it into a bucket. That's yeah. how I've always done it since I was a kid. Yeah. I know this is not just a Canadian thing because it's on American <laughs> fishing things too, fishing shows. They I, use nets. I, yeah, us poor folks, bro. Like Motherfucker, we, I, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. <laughs> okay. Say we Racial passive? <laughs> wow. Okay. Back into character. So I actually put my hand on Brandon's shoulder and I immediately go and I ask Jackson, Jackson, are they foaming at the mouth? I saw a movie once and I hear rabies is pretty prevalent. They're, they're birds. They don't they don't foam at the mouth. It's fine. They, they're not foaming, but we might be able to get AM radio off of them. What? You'll see. Just bring the net. Brandon, be careful. Put on some gloves. It's Go get your pigeon. mom's rubber gloves in the kitchen. Uh, no. Yes. You you disgusting. don't know what they have. You don't know if they have. I'll take my chances with that versus the rubber gloves. Brandon, Fine. be a man. Get your butterfly net. I'm already outside. With the, <laughs> I'll unlock the door. I shut the door behind Brandon and I lock it. <laughs> I've seen too many horror movies. I know how this goes. So why don't you get the feeling like, you know, the local uh, UHF channel had one of those late night movie marathons and like you kind of fell asleep on the couch watching a double feature of the birds and Cujo and just got them mixed up. This is very likely. I'm sure I'm sure it happened, but I'm not going to take my chances. Someone has to keep the legacy alive. Brandon was the number one candidate at first, but then he went outside. So I guess I got to take one for the team. All right, Brandon, how you how you feeling about this? 
I'm handing the uh, the bug net to Jackson. Yeah, you come around the side of the building. You see Jackson kind of kneeling there in the trash, feeding stale bread to a couple of birds. I'm just gonna I put, hand I hand him the net. Yeah, I'm gonna just put my arm back without looking back so that I can keep my eyes on the bird and very very slowly bring the butterfly net towards me. All right, why don't you make us uh, a move test to see how that works? All right, so you failed a roll. So here's where we have uh, some of the the game systems that we can look at. Uh, for if you want to succeed on the roll, uh, you have a couple options. Uh, you can check your pride, which will give you an automatic success. But I don't think take a beating is quite going to to fit here. Uh, you can spend a luck point to re-roll. You only have one of those, so you might want to save it. Or you can take a condition. Uh, either angry, scared, exhausted, or injured, and, and that will also let you re-roll. Or you can just accept the failure and see what happens. I'm actually going to accept the failure. Um, not that it matters, but okay, I'm going to wait to see what you say. Can I offer a suggestion? To me or him? Uh, to you. Of I have course. plus three in move. If you can find a way to get me outside, I will try it. Narrator, you're right with that. Well, somebody decided to stay in the house. So uh, let's see how this plays out, and maybe we can come back to that idea. Okay. So yeah, the uh, the the butterfly net <laughs> comes crashing down, and uh, the birds, you know, they're 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 okay with humans, but they're also constantly wary, and they they manage to flutter away before you can secure one of them inside the net and like they'll they'll fly up to a tree or a, like a power line uh where there's a couple other birds and like as they fly by you here run run batman i'm gonna take the butterfly net and i'm gonna put it i'm gonna kind of like slowly drag it on the ground move it a little bit away from me using the handle and i'm gonna take some more of the bread and i'm gonna toss it not just around the butterfly net and towards where they are, but also actually on the butterfly net itself. And I'll just keep my hand on the handle and crouch, stay crouched down. While he's doing that, I'm going to walk back to the house. I mean, you heard that plan. as well, Brandon. How how are you? Ex- how's that working for you? I, I'm really intrigued right now because I have no clue what the hell's going on. But I also know that what he wants to do isn't going to work. So I have a plan. I need to get back in the house, so I'll go and let me in, please. So I open the door and I say, "Are you okay, Brandon? Are you hurt? Are you, uh, are you right?" I'm fine. The birds are talking. I'll, I'll explain what? in a minute. I go and I get some fresh bread that mom mom runs a bakery, so I mean, I'm I'm absolutely confident that there's fresh bread somewhere in the house. And I go into the the bathroom and I get some of the liquid Benadryl. It won't kill the birds. It will put them to sleep. I douse some of the bread in the, the liquid Benadryl, walk back out of the house, start throwing fresh chunks of the bread. I see Brandon do all of this, and I wonder if he started drinking beer with Jackson before I got there. Really? Because I'm wondering if he's done this before. It's science. Benadryl makes you drowsy. If a little bit makes us drowsy and our body masses are so big, their body mass is so small, it'll knock them the hell out. Maybe. I see Brendan doing this, and I decide finally that I'm not going to lock the door. I'm just going to close it, and I'm just going to watch from the window. All right. This isn't exactly a technical thing, 
Uh, but why don't you give me a tinker roll here, <laughs> Brandon? Nice. Vince, if you're okay. talking with yeah. Andrew. No, I, I was just looking at what getting extra successes on Tinker can do for him. Okay. So, yeah, that, that works quite nicely. Uh, so, Jackson, like, it occurs to you, like, you've been sitting here for a while. Like, the birds aren't coming any close to you, any closer to you. They, they seem to not trust you no matter how much bread you give them. We were doing better when I, it was just me crouching out here and I was feeding them. I mean, they got spooked, but maybe they're just more spooked with more people around. Just a thought. I mean, you're the one that failed to get them with the butterfly net, and I that probably set them off. I'm pointing fingers and pointing blame, accusing. I'm just suggesting maybe if only one of us stays here. All right, fine. You have fun. I go back into the house, pour myself a glass of Kool-Aid, and sit and watch. Before you take a sip of that Kool-Aid, I immediately grab the cup. And I smell a liquid just to check and make sure it doesn't have any reeking alcohol scent. When I see that it's safe, I put it back down and I just look at you. I look at you. What the hell is that? Concern. That is the look of concern. For for what? It's it's Kool-Aid, sugar, and and water, and flavor. I just needed to make sure. Make sure of what? That it's Kool-Aid? It's Kool-Aid. Okay, wait. Where's Jackson? Why isn't he back here yet? He wants to keep going on with the birds, so I'm going to let him go on with the birds. <sighs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, he wants to be out there alone, or does he need help, or what? He said that there were too many people, so I came back inside. Let him do what he's going to do. <laughs> so while you're out there, Jackson, you can hear what appears to be an argument uh, from the handful of birds that are now up on that power line like bread bread good bread hungry no bad men bad men catch it kind of just goes back and forth and in circles like that for a while can you i'm there's garbage can beside me garbage can or garbage cans you said mm-hmm. yes do they is if i were to hide behind it is would i be obstructed from their view well, that depends on how good your sneak test goes. Because, yeah, I'm thinking what I'll do is I'll just kind of, again, still hanging on to the butterfly net handle, I'll kind of slowly make my way to behind the, uh, or to the side of the garbage can so that they can't see me. Again, they're fucking pigeons. So, yes, they can speak, but <laughs> out of line of sight, I might be safe. So I'll try that. All right. Why don't you go ahead and roll that sneak? I have a feeling this will go well. Yeah, well enough. All right, so you, you, you tuck yourself away behind the garbage can, and it's not immediate. I mean, they're dumb, but they're not that dumb. But yeah, after a couple minutes go by, it appears that they, they feel the coast is clear. And like and at, at this point, there's like six of them who all kind of descend on the, the bread that Brandon tossed out there and start gobbling it up. Okay, so as one of them steps onto the net... I, now, this isn't the, the, the trap you laid. This is the other bread that Brandon tossed out into the yard. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. See, I thought he had tossed it towards, like, presumably on top of where I put the net. No. Okay. So looking out, is there one of them passed out? No, not yet. I mean, it, it, they kind of peck around for a little bit. And, and eventually they, they kind of finish. 
uh, the bread and decide to move on to other places and you see them go to flutter off and like they, they're kind of wobbly like that most of them make it at least out of the yard uh, but yeah one of them kind of drops before you can clear the fence okay am I close enough that I can quickly get to it and get it with the net yeah what am I rolling Oh, nothing. Nothing we assume? Okay, so I'm going to do that. So I will gently put it in the net and carry it over into the house. Oh, no, it ain't coming in the house. You try to bring the bird and I lock the door. Last thing I need is for my mom to come home to bird shit in the house. Okay, is the garage door open? Can we at least check it out in the garage? I was going to suggest the garage as well. Okay, Brandon, where are your mom's kitchen gloves? Because I'm not touching this barehanded. I just so, point next to the sink. I grab the yellow rubber kitchen gloves and I say, okay, let's go. All right, sorry, excuse me for one minute. I just spilled some water in my book. <laughs> he didn't like the way you responded to the pigeons, I don't think. <laughs> he says it's water. It's actually tears. So for listeners at home, uh, good news, high quality paper in the Tales from the Loop book. I was going to edit that out, but I guess I won't now. <laughs> All right. So uh, what were we doing again? I'm sorry. I I'm grabbed, going into the garage with the bird. And I'm going to grab some kitchen gloves and just out of precaution, I grab a kitchen knife. Jesus. It's a bird. Listen, I watched the birds. You it's know how that goes. A pigeon. I'm going to ask Brandon if he has like a gerbil cage or a, you know, little pet cage of some sort. No, I'm not allowed to have pets. Well, there is the insectarium that came with the butterfly net. <laughs> but no, that's where my bugs live. Do you have a box? Empty, preferably. I mean, I'm sure there's one in the garage somewhere. All right. Is the door open? I mean, I'm sure you could just open it. No, I'm just... I'm just asking. Am I in the garage right now? Out of character, am I in the garage? Anybody who wants to be in the garage can be in the garage. All right. I'm in the garage. Okay. Do I see... I should see, theoretically, some boxes that I can use, correct? I, I mean, none that are currently empty. Okay, well, I will empty one of its contents, making sure that I'm not crashing and breaking anything of Brandon's father's or mother's. And the bird, I'm going to slowly, I'll put the uh, like the box on a little bench or whatever might be there kind of thing. And then I'll put the net inside of the box, make sure that the all the doors are closed so it can't fly away either. And I'm going to, as I'm, putting the net down I'm going to actually hold it as well down so it can't take off on us and then we can examine the stitches yeah it, it, it occurs to you you don't really have to hold it down it doesn't appear to be moving much I'm not taking a chance with a bird that can talk I'm hanging on to this thing <laughs> and that- as this is happening I'm literally walking out of like the doorway from like the kitchen area that leads into the garage with a pair of rubber like kitchen gloves on and a huge kitchen knife and I just look at you all like I'm ready. We're not cooking oh. it. Okay, then. I, I take a look at the bird. Um, is it still alive? Uh, yes. 
okay, what does it look like? What does his head look like? Yeah, much like I described to Jackson, I mean, it outwardly appears to be exactly like a normal bird. Uh, but you know, near the back of its head, they said there's, it's got a bald spot and some medical stitches. And like, now that you're taking a closer look at it, like there, there appears to be like a small lump there as well. Any um, like tags or, or markings or anything like that anywhere? Uh, no, no identifying markings. I mean, I, I'm guessing somebody put something in its noggin. I start inching closer to where Brandon and Jackson are looking at it. And I immediately just go, oh, the poor thing. I don't want to kill it. Well, good. How about you put the knife down then? It's a talking pigeon. I got to wait to see what it says. (laughs) And it it also occurs to you that Brandon and Jackson are handling this thing with their bare hands. Oh, my God. Where are your mother's wipes? Where are those those baby wipes that she has around the house? I'm not going to use baby wipes. It's fine. Do not touch your eyes. Do not touch your mouth. Do not touch your face. If you're going to touch this, as soon as you're done, I'm opening the door and you're washing your hands after this. I'm going to lick my index finger in front of her. You are so disgusting. Ew. Okay, narrator, the incision that's stitched up, does it look healed at all or very, very fresh? Uh, Not like it happened yesterday fresh, but definitely still not healed as well. Should we cut it open and take out whatever's in there? Are you a doctor? I don't think the person that did this to this creature was a doctor either. Okay. I mean, probably has some medical skill. I mean, these are surgical stitches. They're not like, I mean, it's not stapled together. She looks like she knows how to handle a knife. Okay. This is what I'm just wondering here. This is a talking pigeon, correct? Well, I mean, we heard it. Before we jump to conclusions and just start dissecting it like it's a frog in science class, why don't we wait for it to wake up and then, I don't know, maybe ask it questions? An interrogation. I like it. We need a spotlight. No, no, no. We don't need a spotlight. I'm just, let's wait for it to wake up. Let's see what it says. And then we proceed from there. I'm just not ready to immediately jump into dissecting it when none of us have experiences as surgeons. We'll also need some cuffs. Brandon, you should go check your parents' drawer beside their bed. Oh my god. Dude, rude. Rude. Totally rude. Alright, I'm gonna put the, uh, kind of turn the net over and then so that the bird can plop into the box and close the box. Did you put holes in the box? It's not sealed. There's air in there. Don't worry. How long do we wait for the Benadryl to wear off? Mm-hmm. How much Benadryl did you douse that piece of bread with? Uh, an appropriate amount for its body mass, I would assume. Okay. All right. Can we just take a second to just take a step back from all of this and just realize that we heard birds talk? I mean, while this thing's sleeping, can we just rationalize with what we just experienced and how nobody is freaking out about this right now except me? We heard the birds talk. Somebody else was closing themselves off in the house. In fact, locking us out. Somebody was keeping the legacy alive. Understand. Someone's got to tell Brandon's parents if neither of you made it back. I mean, 
whatever you say, but I mean, this is, this is fascinating. I've only, I've only heard about talking birds in my books. I mean, Kenku, Kenku could talk. This is, this is like a real life Kenku. Brandon, this is not a Kenku. This is a talking pigeon. I just want you to understand that this is the stuff that we saw on Sesame Street when we were kids. This isn't real. This isn't real life right now. Why is nobody freaking out? I mean, I mean, it's entirely possible we're all having a mass hallucination, but I heard it. Jackson heard it. So, I mean, this is, law, I mean, just just loved it. Just just breaking it down. If he heard it and I heard it and you heard it, because you definitely heard it in the basement. If we all heard it, we are either all really, really crazy. We all had some really good drugs, which I mean, I didn't take anything. Unless Jackson slipped anything into our drinks, which I don't think he did because he was too busy playing playing Atari, but God flip. Or, or you know, we're dead and dreaming. I, I got nothing. Or, I silently or this glare. Is, or this I, is real. I silently glare at Jackson the minute you said he probably slipped some drugs into our drinks. I didn't say probably. You're adding words to my mouth. I'm sorry. When you said that there it, it, that he might have slipped drinks or slipped something into our drinks, I just quietly glared at him. For a second, and then I look back at you. But even then, it's statistically improbable that. that we're all having the same hallucination. Anyways, I'm gonna kick the box and see if the bird shuffles in there. You awake, Kanklu? You're naming this thing now. It only seems appropriate. If it has a voice, it should have a name. You, you, you hear like some rustling around in in there. I, I assume you know these discussions and arguments carried on for a little while. Would Probably hear that it would have. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and you hear it, it. It's a at first a little slow, and it's like something thumping around. But eventually, the box like starts to like jiggle on the table, and you hear help, help, dark, help, dark, help. Okay, both of you guys have touched this thing, and neither of you have gloves. Just let me open the box. And no, because it's gonna fly around. It's gonna fly around. Don't do that. I'm going to look on the workbench for a screwdriver that his folks would have there and just slowly puncture some holes in to allow some light in and some air. Big enough holes that we can look in as well, but it can't escape out. All right, so you do that and the the action continues. (laughs) You even see like its beak kind of poke through the holes a couple times. (laughs) Help, help, flock. Need flock help. What? What are you? Hi, little guy. How are you? Help, bad men. Help, help. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not bad men at all. We just. We could just. Are Are you okay? <laughs> the, the the fluttering will stop, and uh, it'll just kind of go quiet. And you just hear quietly. Help. It's okay, no one here is gonna hurt you. I just need you to tell us do you have a name? Batman, help. Oh my god, I'm talking to a freaking pigeon right now. Somebody help me. I'm going to slowly unflap the top of the box and very slowly put my hand in, blocking so that it can't just fly out and slowly try to grab it. Will I succeed at that? <laughs> I think that's going to depend on another move test. Yeah, okay. 
I'm going to, before I take my hand out, though, I'm going to call back to Brandon and say, can you pick up the butterfly net, please, and be ready in case this thing takes off? Sure. All right, we're ready. Don't stab it, crazy Joan Jet. Listen, I just want to look God at damn it, it and apparently talk to it. That's all I want to do. All right, so uh, you failed. So again, Jackson, you have some options available to you or you can accept the failure. What were the conditions again? Uh, you can choose to accept angry, scared, exhausted, or injured, and that will just let you attempt the role again. Can we assume that if I failed, maybe it pecked at me hard enough to cause some scratch or some cut or injury to me, and that can count as the injury, or does it have to be a different kind of injury? Uh, I think that makes perfect sense. Okay, I'll go with that because it does. It makes sense. So I'll take the injury, whatever that means to my character, and then I'll try to grab it again. Okay, so you can just check the injured box on your sheet there, and uh, you can, again, click move. All right, so yeah, you reach in, you go for it, and it pecks at your hand, and uh, you know how do you react to that first? I'm going to actually keep my hand there. I've been around dogs enough, so I'm not going to snap back. I'm just going to keep my hand there and calmly continue to try to take it out without being mad at it. And you manage to do so. Like you, you cup it, like you restrict its wings so it can't fly away. You get your hands like around the back of it so it can't peck or scratch you. And you know, eventually you lift it out of the box. And Matea, you see Jackson's bleeding. I immediately try to find the nearest paper towel, but I want to be cautious because I don't want to scare the bird either. So I just, you know, gently grab the first rag that I could find in the tool shed. And I give it to Jackson, and I go, Jackson, can I hold the bird? Let me hold the bird. Is it smart for me to be letting it go so that you can hang on to it? I'll move towards it gently. I'm going to hold the bird. I'm going to try to calm it down. It's plenty calm in my hands. Why do you need to hold on to the bird? Yeah, it's, it's no longer struggling. Uh, it it's not doesn't appear to be happy. Like, its head is kind of jerking around, but it's it's not trying to get away either. Uh, Jackson appears to have calmed it down in some way. Go get your okay. own talking bird. Okay, so <laughs> I, 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 try to, I try to just slip the, the rag just close enough to, to his injury just so that it at least stops the bleeding. And as I'm doing that, I gently just start petting the underside by like its chin and by its like chest just to keep it so that it's not pushing its head all over the place just to settle it down just for the hell of it why don't you try to empathize with the bird oh god uh, again you have some options available to you if you'd like to attempt that role again he's in a pecking mood if you want an injury uh is that the conditions thing or yeah you can either spend your luck point or accept a condition and repeat the role or you can just choose to fail i'm gonna choose scared because that's, I think that's a very natural reaction to a talking bird. Okay, so you can check scared and re-roll empathize. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, you reach out towards it, and like it's it goes to peck for you, but you draw your hand back, and yeah, you're like you're a little unsure, but you manage to to push through and, and overcome your fear, and eventually you stroke the bird and. It takes a little time. It, obviously, the bird is freaking the hell out in this entire general situation, but eventually it starts, like, cooing softly in that way pigeons do. 
Oh, it's okay. There's, there's nothing to happen here. It's 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 fine, talking bird, which, by the way, I still don't know if I believe this is reality or not. It's okay, little bird. If I gently kind of move it around so I can look at its legs and underneath it, do I see any kind of marking or brand or anything that would indicate where this thing came from? No, nothing whatsoever. I'm going to look to Brandon. So we have a talking bird. What should we do with it? I mean... I don't know. I don't want to keep it. Probably let it go, but it's weird. Is the... Okay, I'm going to look at the pigeon. I'm going to kind of turn it over. Again, still being careful so that it can't fly away. And look at it. And I'm going to say, do you understand what we're saying? I'm just glad you didn't stick your finger up its butt because that's a thing we do around here. Uh, But no, it just again softly coos it doesn't appear to talk to you i come behind jackson so it's kind of like my head is by his shoulder and i just gently ask the bird are we the bad men that you need help from no response i'm gonna say where are the bad men while they're doing this i'm gonna go and um get a radio and see if whatever is inside of this thing's headspace is giving off interference. I'm just going to kind of go through like the AM, FM frequencies and see if anything sort of picks up abnormal. What does my charm do? Uh, charm would just try to like, you know, bring people around to your way of thinking. Uh, okay. but, uh, you know, yeah, why don't you give me a calculate role there, Brandon? Yeah, nothing, nothing comes through. And again, uh, you have the option to kind of repeat that role. Sure. I'll burn a look. All right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So you have the opportunity to ask me a couple questions. And now the the results you're going to get here are going to be limited by, you know, the way you're investigating this. Uh, So the the, the list uh, available to you is what is its purpose? How does it work? How can I use it? Who built it? What problems could it cause? And is it illegal? Uh, Now, again, you can realize that some of those questions you're not going to be able to get answers to in this way. But uh, since you got two successes, you can ask two questions. I'm kind of thinking what, what is its purpose? Be good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you you get a little bit of feedback, uh, you know, as, as the radio is here and you know, you you spend a little time kind of thinking about it and you realize as since it's kind of giving off signals like it, it, this isn't something that was done specifically to this bird like it, it's probably capable of communicating with others as well okay okay and you can have one other <sighs> yes it would either be who built it or where is it from what do you guys think i'm just the guy holding on to the bird you choose whichever one you want well, let's let's put it this way. Both of those questions kind of get you the same answer. All right. So whichever one of those. I mean, you, you know where you live and it, it's probably some weird science experiment from the loop. Like that's the only reasonable explanation that you can come to. Huh. I'm going to um, look over to Brandon and say, if this is part of some experiment and these are homing kind of pigeons that are due back, they may notice one is missing. Do you have anything that you can scan this thing with to see if it's got a tracker in it or something? Because we may want to let it go. I'm not Steve Austin. 
I, I don't know what you th- like. I understand that I have some cool toys, man, but like, I'm not the six million dollar man. I'm sorry. You, you know, you could have just said no. <laughs> I was just asking for fuck's sakes. Yes, but I have a feeling that in times of great stress, Brandon calls upon his personal heroes to motivate him. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Brandon. Nobody, nobody's mad. Nobody's angry. We're just trying to rationalize the situation. Brandon very clearly gets frustrated whenever you attempt to mother him, but is biting his tongue and just turns back to Jackson. We should just let the bird go. Somebody experimented with it. You're right. Probably going to miss it. I don't want them coming to my door. What's the likely chances of this ever happening again and it coming back? I mean, it got food here, so who knows? But we also are bad men, so who knows? Who said, how do we know that we're the bad men? I'm assuming that we're the bad men since Jackson tried to catch it with the net and it kept saying bad men. I don't know. I just have this really weird feeling that I don't think when it's referring to bad men, it's referring to us. I really think it's talking about something now. It's probably referring to people that tried to capture it when they escaped from wherever they got, which is likely the loop. So, Vince, out of character, um, the, does the loop mean that because it's a parallel 80s universe, that there would also be different kind of slightly more advanced, technologically speaking, toys available and different things like that? Yeah, it's one of those things where around town, nobody really knows what exactly the loop does. And the people who do know obviously don't talk about it. So it's kind of become like urban legends, if you will. Anything weird, uh, you know, even even if like the weather is a little off or, you know, somebody's car breaks down in a weird way, like they kind of blame it on the loop. It's become like the town boogeyman whenever something unexplainable happens. Okay, but technology is the same. So it's not like I could ask him if he had anything that, because I don't want to fucking ask him. He's going to bite my head off. Um, like some sort of tracker that we could put on it. Yeah, but, like it, it, there are like different advances beyond, uh, you know, what we would know from our world in the 80s. But it's mostly in, in the fields of like robotics and uh, the magnetrine, uh, which is like the, the, uh, the new way of transporting uh, like especially here in the desert, you guys see those things going by all the time. Uh, it, like it use it harnesses the Earth's magnetic field uh, to basically hover, so it's good for you know trucking and that sort of stuff. And like I said, you know, for a lot of mundane everyday tasks, there's robots. Like you go to the gas station, the full service gas station is a robot instead of a guy. Like stuff like that. Okay, so I'll just put it out then, just as a statement saying. It's too bad we don't have something that we could slap on it so that we could track it and let it go and see where it winds up. What if we take it back ourselves? What, take a ride to the loop and just knock on their door and hand it to them? No, I'm not saying we knock on their door and hand it to them, but we lead him to his destination and see what he does. They don't need to know it's us. Vince, how much security is around the loop place? Oh, all kinds. Like, you know, there's security checkpoints, uh, high fences topped with barbed wire. It's, it's not a place you can really go easily. But if we are outside and release the bird so that we can keep an eye on the bird, we can watch to see whether or not the bird heads towards that place. Correct? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling that in small town, that's just kind of a thing people do sometimes at night. Let's just go hang out and look at the loop and see if anything weird happens. You know, kind of like those people who live near Area 51. I'm going to ask if either of them have a pair of binoculars. Well, yeah. What do you think about going to take a little ride? Uh, It'll be fun. What time do your parents get back? What time of day is it right now? I mean, I, I figure right now it's, you know, probably around 637. Time would they usually be getting back from their thingy? Eh, you know, who knows? It's sometimes they're, they're home early, but uh, they probably told you that they won't be home until late. It's like, you know, they left dinner in the microwave, and you know, stuff like that. So you're not expecting them to be home anytime soon. You're old enough to look after yourself on a Friday, on a Saturday night. Uh, so we probably have some time. Okay, I'm going to put the bird back in the box. I'm going to gently say, okay, don't worry, don't panic. We're just going to take you home and gently place it in the box and seal it up and then walk out of the garage. We're going to walk out of the garage with just a box? Well, in the binoculars. Matea, are you bringing the knife? Debating. I say, be right back. I run across the street. I go to my house. And I, you see me climb through the window. And climb right out with a backpack. Give me the binoculars. Give sure. me, give me the knife. And I really think we should put the bird in the bag. Bird's fine in the box. Get your own bird. You don't think it's gonna look too conspicuous that we're just walking around with the box? No. Plus, you shouldn't have locked us out. <laughs> I'm gonna keep walking. <laughs> So I think that's a good place to end our episode here with our three young adventurers, Jackson walking down the sidewalk with a cardboard box that we know has a talking bird inside, Brandon trailing along, messing around with his radio, trying to get signals, and Matea kind of reluctantly following uh, with a pair of rubber yellow kitchen gloves sticking out the side of her backpack. <laughs> So that will end the first episode here of Tales from the Loop on For the Lore, Summer Break and Killer Birds. Whoa, Thank whoa, you whoa. all for listening. <laughs> Thank you uh, for playing. This is a lot of fun. Just straight role play game. I, I really enjoy this kind of stuff. If you would like to hear more of either Tales from the Loop, Shadowrun, Dungeons and Dragons or our standard gaming discussion. You can find that online at forthelore.com. For further updates, you can follow us on Twitter at forthelore. You can follow us individually. I am at Simodian. Roger is at Zen Buddhist. Joe is at LoaderZJ. And Alicia is at Pizza Made. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you again in a few weeks for more Tales from the Loop. But in two weeks, we finally get the second chapter of our new D&D adventure. Where? Hey, look at that. They captured another weird animal and are trying to figure out what to do with it. Thank you for listening to For the Lore. Each week, the show is broadcast live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Stop by forthelore.com slash live to join the conversation and have your thoughts discussed on the show. If you'd like to hear more from the guys, check out Comic Book Informer, a weekly podcast from Vince and Roger as well as Popcorn Ronin, a bi-weekly movie, TV, and anime podcast.